This week on the podcast, my guest is me. Um, I decided this week that <clears throat> I should put out a presentation that I gave and, and recorded recently. It was a culmination of numerous learnings across the 150 episodes that I've done through my own research, through my own life, and it's all these data points seem have been bobbling around and different bits have been popping up for me, but with the set and setting of the coronavirus world that has been disrupted, um, it all seemed to pull it together or push it together into one crucible that just had to come out. It's almost like a, a channeled inner truth that had to come out of me. And luckily, I was um, fortunate enough to have Paul Holiday, who's been a previous guest, to hold the space while I was able to present this. The presentation is about our addiction to knowing and the impact of that on our journey through life. I look at the culturalization and how we've almost been groomed and programmed to our addiction to knowing, and then looking at the dynamics and the mechanics of how it plays out. So it's taking some interesting data points and life experiences and tapping into my degrees in psychology and things like that to bring up and, and, and really give a straightforward dynamics and mechanics of how on a day-to-day -day basis our addiction to knowing prevents us from truly diving in and expressing and creating from our inner authentic place of power. I see this as a, a really, really important piece to put out right now as <clears throat> the, the coronavirus environment that we've been in, the, this event as a whole, I see it um, forcing people to ask more questions, which for me is great because I love asking questions, it's kind of what I do. But I've seen it leading previous to this that we've become very complacent um, and, and we, we lack the, the bravery or the need or the burning boats behind us to ask some of the bigger awkward questions and because we like, we like things as they are, we like them known, we like them safe, quantifiable, predictable. Um, and so now with all of that taken away, we've been forced to ask questions, which is, which is great on one side, but then all of a sudden as people start to question some of the things that they've held dear and they start to question some of the some of the, the decisions that our politicians have made around this. And we start to question the consensus-based presentation of facts from the, shall I call it, the mainstream media. That as people question that, they almost have a shattering of what they've believed in before. And, and, and that can cause, I don't see this, many people to always swing to the other way which is then they go into the world of conspiracy theories and alternative views. And then that sort of desire and addiction to know is swung from one end of the pendulum through to the other. And they're just <clears throat> two ends of the same duality to me. And the challenge with that is that you've just replaced the same addiction for knowing straight from here to here. It's almost like, you know, dare I say, you know, a substance addict moves from one substance A to substance B, but the behaviours are still the same in the middle and <clears throat> underneath that is an addiction to knowing. And, and what I'm arguing is that there's a place in the middle, which is a place of not knowing, which has been scary for many of us, 
because we, we, we like our life to be predictable. We like to know what we're going on. It, it, it affects our sense of identity, our, how we present in the world and how we move through the world by, based on our knowns. However, as I put forward, being able to sit in the unknowing, unknowns, and really acknowledge and agree that there's a whole lot of things that just don't make sense and I don't know is, as I put forward in this presentation, um, the actual place where we can start to touch our inner authentic knowing and our inner authentic power, which is a great place to then express and create and explore and experience life from. So as I said, I, I feel very importantly about putting this piece out and um, there's going to be more things like that, like this, coming from me in WA Real. Still continuing to interview people, but there'll be more exploratory conversations and there'll be more think pieces like this. Um, it is deep. It, it does take an amount of concentration. Yes, you can listen to it. It's well worth watching. Um, and if anything, anything comes up for you in this, then please feel free to reach out because I want to co-explore, co-experience and co-create um, uh, an ability and find people who likewise want to come and to happily learn how to sit in the unknowns so we can create and look at what else is out there. So enjoy me. Right then. So today we're going to talk about something which I have called the unknown way. Um, before we start this, I think it's worth talking about where it's come from. Um, it's very much a focus on us sitting in our unknown mm -hmm. as opposed to our known. And we're gonna go further into that in a minute. But mm -hmm. all of this that I'm about to talk to has come from me sitting in my unknown. Me not trying to grab onto what I know and actually sitting still. And from that, all this great stuff, these epiphanies and stuff have come out. Um, they've been coming out in journaling, they've been coming out in um, and just walking on the beach, talking to people. Um, and then also they've been waking me up in the middle of the night and I've been getting these revelations and like, I've had to write it down. And then it's been, you have to get this out, Bryn. So right from the start, it's, this, what I'm about to tell you is a testament to what I'm about to tell you because it's come from the unknown. It's come from my unknown. So I guess as an invitation to the person who listens to this and you know, I've invited you along to hold space to help me mm -hmm. do this and also you know, standing in front of a board on my own is a bit dull so I wanted an audience. But to the person who ends up listening to this, you now have you now have a challenge right from the start. You can listen to this or you can listen to this. It's you can do something or you can really do it. So if you just want some mental feel good cheerleading crap, right, then this is probably not going to be for you because this is, you can either listen to this or you can listen to this. What I'm about to share, I know will change things for you it will make you more sensitive to things that were previously unconscious. It will help to build a framework mentally and ex experientially so you can start to see and, and, and feel things. 
um, things that were previously unseen and unknown will probably become seen and known now. And so it, it will prime you to many of much of what's going on at the moment. For many people, this has been happening sort of quietly, but now it's almost like the boats are burning behind and now it's time that this to come together. So there's that. The other bit is, is, is like, if, if you're meeting me for the first time, who am I? I'm Bryn. Now I can, I could go on about Bryn has great education, um, all the A-levels, all the degrees and stuff like that. Or I could tell you about my work, being a, you know, a management consultant and doing all this great stuff. You know, and if you really need that stuff, you can go to LinkedIn because it's all on there. <clears throat> I could tell you about my life experiences, about you know, good and bad in terms of you know, watching a long-term relationship blow up in front of my eyes, becoming the poster boy for a cliche midlife crisis, um, watching my career blow up, becoming nearly bankrupt, stuff like that. Or I could tell you about the great stories of you know, going into the ocean and finding great love. Um, and I could tell you all about my exploration in terms of podcasting and real legacy and the stuff I do, but ultimately it doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't fucking matter. And that's the point. If, if you want to get stuck on, well, who's Bryn to talk about, then you're already getting stuck at the start and, and this will become more apparent in the minute because it doesn't fucking matter. All you've got here is a man who has found some truth and wants to share it and is standing here bravely deciding to invest time and, and pull in favors to do something to share. And why is that? Because ultimately I fucking care. I care about everyone around me. I care about my community. I care about it all. Sometimes I think I care more about other people than they do themselves. And I think we're all guilty of that. You know, you hold a space of just how great you can see someone, even when they can't quite see it. And like, it's magical to hold that space. But I, I, I fucking care and I can't sit and not do this. I can't keep this to mm. myself. Otherwise it just doesn't work. Do you get what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And so this, right, is on one level, it's a big splurge of stuff, you know, of all the years of, of studying and thinking and journaling and writing and observing and doing life. But on another level, it's, it's an invitation, right? It's an invitation to come, sit, listen, engage with a perspective, engage with a version of the truth, which is mine, but also I'm sharing it to see if, even if 10% resonates, because even if 10% resonates, that's 10% more than you had before. And so I guess, you know, it, there's a decision for the person who's sitting, listening, watching this right now is, do you want to engage with a man's truth or not? You know, like before, do you want to listen to this or not? Do you want to engage with a man's truth or not? You can get involved with all the, the, the stuff about, well, who's he to say this? Has he got the right qualifications and this, that, and the other? And by and large, I possibly do, mm -hmm. but that's fucking irrelevant, right? It's a man's truth. And I think it's important right from the very start, as it will become apparent as we go on in this, I think it's important that we fucking set that because it's so key. You know, we don't necessarily need experts. Mm -hmm. We need people speaking truth, their truth. 
And whether it works for you or not, it doesn't matter. But you want that authentic truth coming from here, not just out of here. Mm -hmm. And you know tons about that, don't you? Which is what yeah, exactly. So the unknown way, what are we actually going to be talking about here? So I guess, you know, if, if you want to look at it in terms of the big domino, what's the big domino? What's the one big domino that knocks all the rest down? And, and the big domino that sits here for me in, in, in amongst all of this is that the only way, the only way to birth something new, a new reality, is to sit in your unknown to sit in a place where you don't know. And you can happily sit there and say, I don't know, which is so fucking foreign to everyone. And we're gonna go in a minute into the history and the culturalization of known and unknowns. And we're gonna deep dive into that. Yep. It's only when you sit in the I don't know, do you actually truly understand what you do know? Because there are things that you know and they sit there as truths, and they sit there as knowns to you. But if you avoid this, you're just going to stunt growth. You're going to stunt life, and you are playing the game of trying to avoid what's really going on. And if there's one thing I've found for myself is that um, there, is, there is processes and there is experiences. If 150 episodes of WA Real has taught me one thing and verified it is there's almost like this underlying deep currents that go through us. You know, life is a growth experience and there are like deep currents that run very slowly underneath us. Mm -hmm. And, and, and our, you know, my experience of that, of, of that current and the process of how that moves might be different to yours. And it might be different to Jackson's who's holding the camera, it might be different to the person standing outside. But I've started to see similarities in the process. Now you chuck free will into there and you can get on board with the current or you can choose not to, you can hide it, deny it. But I'm coming to the conclusion as we look around, particularly with everything that everything we're holding dear to ourselves is disappearing. Mm -hmm. And I've talked and I will talk about the tide is coming out that there is a process and it's moving and it's moving with you. And if you don't want to get on it, you'll deny and it will be quite uncomfortable and disruptive. It may leave you behind. I don't know. I don't know, but it may leave you behind. Yeah, I agree. And by not getting used to sitting in the unknown, you stay in this known place and that is very constricting and it keeps you there. You know, it's like, to me at the moment, it's like, you know, sitting in the known and sitting unknown. If there were two opposing muscles, like my bicep and my tricep, like if known was my bicep, I'd be like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think nearly everybody would be like Arnold's Olympic class. Mm. But if you wanted to use your unknown muscle, I think that's atrophied to fuck, mm. really. And we're gonna dive into that. And I think it's important to realize that because to, as I said, it's only when you go into the unknown and truly sit in the unknown can you birth something new. If you miss this, deny it, avoid it, then you're mugging yourself. What, what you think you're creating is not new. It's just mm. another circulation yeah, yeah, yeah. of the same thing and the same thing. <clears throat> and, you know, when I say depth into the unknown, it's quite deep. 
you'll know tons about this. It, I'm not just talking about, oh, I don't know how to make a risotto, I'll give it a go. I mean, that's a nice entry point. Mm. It's a really thin veneer of an entry point to say, oh, I don't know how to make a risotto, oh, I'll Google it and find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then is there, is there, I don't know how to make risotto, I'll invite some people over to eat it. So no, now I'm out there and now I'm getting judged and now there's a bit more involved. That's more fun. That's more exciting. That's more unknown. Now you're ramping up the unknown. You know, and so... then. You what, sorry? I felt it. You did? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you there. can feel the difference. Exactly. Mm. There's a bigger difference. Now mm. I'm going to put yeah. me into the unknown. I am. Mm. And, and the interesting thing is, what is it that's putting you into the unknown at that point? For me then, it was, uh, I created that reality. I created a reality that didn't exist. And then I created a party of people judging me for something that wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I mean? And you felt it. And I felt it. And it's like, Whoa. Why did I feel it? Because I've done it before. Yes. Yes. So, you know, most people won't do this. Why? Because we've been cocooned in safety and comfort. And we're going to go into that in a minute. But also, there's some of the basic skills, and I'm going to be really fucking blunt here. Mm. It needs concentration span. Mm. You know, our concentration spans have been generally eroded. Yeah. Right? Through 30-second news media bits, through pissing around with mobile phones and stuff like that. Like, real concentration span. Also, there's tools. Like, going into the unknown, like you just said then, you felt it. Now, if you don't know how to deal with that feeling, that's mm. fucking scary and you'll mm, run away. Right. So you need the tools as well. Mm. There's lots of things here. And, you know, you also need... You can have guides, but the interesting thing, ultimately, as we'll discuss in a bit, is that you can have guides, but guides will take you so far and you have to do the rest yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you've gone and come back, then you have a look. You have a different way of being. And then you have a choice. Do you go back? Do you go back? Do you go back? Do you go back? And but we don't do it because we're so addicted to what we know. So because it's safe. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's there. And, and, and that creates mm-hmm. something really unnatural. Yeah. So what we're going to do here is, is, is we're going to collapse into what's unknown and then we're going to come back out of it. We're going to start off by looking at like the history and the culturalization of how we've got ourselves into this because it's really important that we become sensitive to the things around us that are giving us knowns and unknowns because when we become more sensitive then the mm. world can become a bit more of a playground. Yeah. 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 You know, simple little things like I'll, 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 make, I'll make the risotto and invite people over suddenly become a playground. Mm. We're going look to at, look at the history, look at the culturalization, look at the impact. Then we're going to start to look at some of the mechanics and the dynamics and then where that can take us. Mm. So it's kind of fun. Mm. So if we start off with like the history and the culturalization of, <clears throat> of, of knowing, mm-hmm. of knowns, of living in the known, you know, as, as, as many people know, zero to seven, we're just this little thing that cruises around. You know, we, we, we live in a hypnotic state. We're taking it all on board and this, that and the other. And we start to get things like conditional love from mum and dad. 
you know, your, your kids get your free pass till they're 12, 18 months, and all mm. of a sudden it's like, no, you don't do this. Mm. And then we start to get conditionality. Then we got off to school, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens at school? You get told what to do. You get told what to do. Mm. You also get rules. told these rules. Mm. And, but the whole thing, the whole thing is run on, get it right, don't get it wrong. Mm. Get it right, don't get it wrong. And, you know, all of this, what I'm talking about now, is based on Bryn's experience, right? It's one man, one truth. You know, well, I went to very, two very good schools, English boarding schools, you know, swam in a school of excellence, but it was all about getting it right. Getting the A grades, mm. get it right. And with that right and with that wrong comes our old friend, judgment. Because we get judged. We get judged whether it's right or whether it's wrong. And through that, you want to get it right. Because you don't want to look, you don't want to look fucking stupid, do you? Mm. Because even you, if you're wrong, even if you're wrong, even if you're wrong, you want to be just right. To prevent judgment. Yeah, you don't want the judgment. You don't, you don't want. want you don't want to look stupid. Mm. You want to be in there. You, you know, you want to get the grades and this, that, and the other. And 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 you don't want to be an outcast. And all of the time, you know, this is an this is a time when we are, you know, highly impressionable. And so that's just our, our way of being. And me, I was in it as boys boarding school. I, I was like swimming in it 24 seven, didn't go home. It was like, get it right, do the homework. Excellence, right, right, right. Judge, you're not only judged by your teachers after a period of time, you're judged by yourself. Yeah. Because you wanna get it right. You don't wanna be outcast. Mm. You know, one of our greatest fears, and we'll come into it, is being, being left out, looking stupid, not looking mm. like we're enough. So, you know, we go, we go to school. There's another interesting thing about school, and we're gonna come into this in a bigger way in a bit later, is school's all about learning. Mm-hmm. Now, learning's an interesting one, as we're gonna come back to. But I'm gonna also point out that the dynamics of school is a classroom. Mm-hmm. So what do we have? We have someone at the front mm-hmm. who's telling you what's right yeah. because you don't know. So I don't know what's right. Yep. Oh, so what's that doing for me as a being? You're downloading somebody else's opinion of, of what's right. Someone else's. Mm-hmm. Someone else's. That's right. It's external. Yeah, it's external. It's not internal. Yeah, there's no proof. At no point here, at no point here, do we ever ask you to go inside and tell me what's yeah. true, what's right. It's all external. Even learning works on the supposition that you don't know. Mm. Learning is learning, and all of that is around. Um, you don't know, so you need an expert, someone high and mighty, a teacher or a scientist, yeah. teacher mm. to come in and tell you what's right, yeah. and then you'll be judged to see if you can repeat that, yeah. and then you can go to university. And it's the same. Mm. It's exactly the same. Yeah. It might be a more liberal experience, but it's exactly the same. Mm. Mm. Um, we then go off to work. Mm-hmm. It's no world different, is it? Yeah, the same. Get it right. Mm. Don't get it wrong. I was a business consultant, so that was amplified. Mm. But I was used to that. 
because I lived in an, I swam in an A-grade environment where I could deal with judgment, mm. right? I, I, I could meet the judgment, meet the judgment, deal with the judgment, and guess what? The higher levels of judgment that I could accept was also the higher levels of judgment that I put upon myself yeah, yeah. and I put on others. And so, you know, going off to be a business yeah. consultant where you, you know, at the apex of it all, working for, a, you know, a, one of the top five business consultancies on the planet where I'm being billed out at thousands, thousands a day, you turn up and it's like, well, what does this dude know? Well, I've got to look right. Mm. I, got to, I can't look stupid. Yeah. You know, because if you get it wrong, wrong costs money. And you've got to get it right because you want the money. And then, you know, the money's coming in and, and all of that. And, you know, that's a whole other topic of conversation we can go into, the whole thing around the money. But you don't want to get it wrong. And also in the world of work, we've just recently had this thing called risk turned up, right? You go back and look at the use of the word risk before the 90s, barely ever used. Then as soon as the use of the word risk during the early mid 90s, huge. Mm -hmm. And what's risk? Risk is worry that something might happen. Mm -hmm. It's fear. Yeah. And there's shit tons of fear mm -hmm. all through all of this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get it wrong. I need to get it right. Because otherwise, I'll look fucking stupid. Same, all same, the time. Mm -hmm. All the fucking time. Playing roles. Then we have, then we have, right, let's take our old friend, sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. You know, a whole job for some. But nobody, nobody, nobody swims through this world at the moment in, in the developed worlds without encountering this. No. What do they sell? Predictable outcomes. Mm -hmm. You buy my product, it will give you this. Mm -hmm. It will give you something. You don't have this, yeah. so you need this mm -hmm. in your life. You know, you need the newest camera because the old one didn't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, six week course to get the abs that you've already always wanted because mm -hmm. you can't do it. I can, you know, it's predictable outcomes. So what's mm -hmm. that? What's that? Predictable outcomes is a known. I know it. I can give it to mm -hmm. you. External giving it. You know, this is all. I want to look. I need to know what I know and a build, and all the time as we're going through here, we're building and building and building a life solely on knowns, because we never, never investigate unknowns, do we? Not allowed. Not allowed. And who's, it's interesting you use the word not allow, who's, who's not allowing you to do it? Again, at the time constraints within the, uh, just going through the school system, there's no time there mm. and then when you're out of it you don't want to learn anything yeah you're not even going to go into it you know but it feels like yeah you're not allowed to question it it's like this yeah. is it we're going that way yes oh, okay oh, okay yeah we're yeah. going there yes so we've got a, we've got we're going to work we've got to look smart we want mm -hmm. to get it right because if you don't you could lose your job and if you lose your job there so we've got fear you've got to stay with your nose you've got to know your shit yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the world of sales and marketing. We're outside of the world. We're getting sold shit all the time in this mm -hmm. capitalist commercial market. And what are we being sold? Something will take you from here to there. Mm -hmm. And we're selling known stuff. Nobody sells something unknown. Mm -hmm. You know, if I, said, if I said to you, I've got a box full of, I don't know, yeah. 10 it grand, do, do you want it? Yeah, it, it might, might do something. 10 I don't grand, know what it's going to uh, do. Uh, like, how would that sell? No. 
Because it won't. Because we become addicted to knowledge. We become addicted to predictable outcomes. We become addicted to what we know. And then let's go into the world of media. Right? The two are very linked. That comes through that, but that's a thing in and of itself. And what's this doing all the time? Fuck, are they good at the fear? Mm. Are they good at the fear? Fear-mongering, why? Because fear brings eyes on, you know? And even, even you know, the best sales and marketing, you know, and I, mm. I've been through it. Mm. I, I've been through it, you know, I, I, I wanted to know how sales and marketing works. You take you down to a place of anxiety where you don't know mm. something, and then it's like, oh, and here's the solution, mm. you know? And the media is always at it. What yeah. you don't know, mm. you know. Oh, the big dangers of yeah, something that you cruise around in. The big dangers of holding a pen. Mm. And you know, all the time, it's 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 trying to give you certainty, mm-hmm. trying to sell you certainty and fear. And and also this, yeah. I would argue <clears throat> as well. The media. If we go back to our Reduction of concentration span. There you go. There you go. Everything has to be done in yep. snippets. Yep. This big. Otherwise, people won't interact with it. You know, I've got spare time. I'm going to look at that. Oh, oh, I've got spare time. I'll look yep. at. I'll, I'll look Get at some that. fear and certainty. But there's also <laughs> there's also something else that's very subtle in the media, particularly in the news, is that we have what's called reductionist arguments. Mm-hmm. So if I say to you, oh, I'm not particularly interested in, you know, you know, if I said, oh, I don't think the capitalist system works, you go, oh, why are you a fucking commie or something? So you've reduced me. Mm-hmm. You've got this reduction. Yeah, instant. And, and that, that yeah. right there, that's mm-hmm. a sheepdog that yeah. will keep you in the known pen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say I don't. Conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're a nutcrack. Yeah. You know, but it's this reduction, reductionist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This thing, you know, we don't, and, and with the erosion of the concentration span, we, we immediately go, oh, well, if it's not like that, it's like that. Mm. So that is another sheepdog that's keeping yeah. us in the known pen. So we've got all this stuff, which is keeping us yeah, in it, a yeah. pen of known. And, and let's just generally look out into life and social stuff, right? When was the last time you actually said to somebody genuinely, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't got a fucking clue. It's rare, isn't it? Yeah. It's rare. We when live would in you that say world. that to your wife? The no. wife that looks, I just you don't know. know yeah. I, I just don't know. Do you know what? what Lately with this, with this situation, I think that there's a lot of people saying I don't know. They say I think, but they don't say I don't yes. know. Yes. Now a, I think. Yeah. Is, is thought of reduction again, isn't it? Yes. And that's part of your mind. Yes. That's part of your yeah. mind grabbing for something that it needs to know. Certainty. You know, mm. why right now? Can't why right now are, are, are the hit rates on, on news channels, on news websites going off the roof? It's because of this, I mean, what you yeah, just Yeah, because explained. we need to know. So all of this, all of this is funneling us down to an addiction. To knowing. I hope you can get this. Uh, an addiction to knowing. Yeah, wow. And underneath that, there's a whole slot of subtle shit that goes with that. Because if I need to know, then underneath, I don't know. And if I don't know, I am not enough. We're conditioned yeah. to knowing. Yeah. 
We, we need to know. Willingly. We're, we're conditioned to be addicted. Yes. You're right. You're yeah. right. Now, I'm not going to stand here and go some, like, conspiracy thing, because that's, that's a no. red herring. No, that's of red. course not. This just, all I'm talking it about just is, is what is. That is, yeah. It, it is. It just is what is. It just is. We get addicted to knowing, right? And so, in that, you know, if we need to know something, without sounding reductionist, but the logic is, is, is that goes with that is that I don't know, yeah. I, I'm not enough, mm-hmm. and, and so I need to grab, I need to fill that thing, I, I need to fill that void quickly, because otherwise any of this fear and shaming and potentially losing my job or not get it right or being left out of the gang or judgment, any of that judgment mm. is going to sway in, and that, we don't like that, yeah. we don't like that. Yes. You know, and... Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and in here as well, we end, so in here, in this needing to know, this is when we start birthing things like obligation and requirements and duty and, and necessity and do the right thing. You know, you, you do the right thing, don't you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, I don't know. Oh, you're going to say that? Are you going to say that at that point? Well, I don't know whether it's the right thing. Yeah. Right now, more than ever, with PM saying, do the right thing, do this. And the world is going, do this. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, but do you sit and go, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. What will happen? Social shaming. Yeah, that's right. Not conforming again. Not conforming. And now yeah, we're into this. Toying the line. Mm. Now we're into Fear. this. And so what are the impacts of this? We become addicted to it. We, because we need to know, mm-hmm. we have a lack of tolerance of what we don't know. And we become actually then quite defensive mm. when somebody just starts to tug away at what you know. It's like, well, I need to know this shit. So if somebody starts to tug away at it, what, what starts to happen? You get a defensive reaction people might become offended. Mm. And then what happens if we start to defend against being offended? Well, we enter into the world of political correctness. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Mm. The world of political correctness. And, I, and, and one of the best descriptions I've ever heard of political correctness is a manifest, political correctness is a manifestation of a lack of self-esteem. I'll say that again. Political correctness is a manifestation of a lack of self-esteem, right? because you're defending people from being offended. Mm. And that offense is actually a trigger. And the trigger is an invitation for you to explore your story, which yeah. we're gonna come into in yeah, a minute, yeah, yeah. right? You know, the best example I can do this with you because we're friends is, you know, I can st- if I was to stand here and go, Paul, you entitled white middle-class mm. piece of shit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, some people might listen to that and go, how fucking dare he say that? Mm. You're all good in yourself. Mm. It doesn't matter. That's right. That's right. Otherwise, you get the anxiety to, and the reaction. Yeah. And I'll back myself up. Exactly. Yeah, I'll fight back. Exactly. And so, because of this desire to, to, to know mm. and, and, and stay in that known state, mm. we end up with a death grip on reality, right? On a death grip on, a rea- on reality that it has to be this way it has mm. to be this way mm. because if it isn't mm. 
well, what's going to fucking happen? Yeah. I'm not willing to entertain that. Yeah. And so then what happens is we start to have what we think should happen, a reality, and they start to move apart, right? Then there's a whole stack of tension and shit that comes between the two, which we're going to get to in a minute. And that, I would hazard, that, I would hazard, is the source of a shit ton of mental problems that people are having, mental and emotional problems, which are never going to get fixed by a fucking pill. So... And the other thing about all of this, and I'm gonna, and this might, some might think that I'm being alpha male Bryn, but all of this makes us quite weak. You know, if we go back to the analogy, you know, you might have one muscle that's really strong, but if you haven't got another one to counteract it, you're fucking nothing. Mm. So this is how we've ended up getting addicted to our knowns Mm -hmm. and knowing and, and that. So let's have a look what I want to look at now are some of the mechanics behind it all, right? And this is where we're going to pull a few data points and explore them, and then they'll start to pull together. This is where it gets kind of fun. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question now. Mm-hmm. How many senses have you got? Five. Five. So and they are sight, touch, taste, um, sight, touch, taste, feel. What's the last one? Here. Here. Put you on the spot. <laughs> no, I spelled it wrong. Hearing. Of course. How about I invite you to think of, think about the fact that there may be other senses, mm. right? Other senses that have been hiding right underneath our nose. Other senses that we've never classed as senses, but if you do class them as a sense, then certain things start to make for me a bit of sense. Well, how about this? How about we have a sixth sense and we call it thinking? Mm -hmm. Thinking as a sense. We interact with the world and we think, we think and we interact with the world. How is that different? It's like touch, so isn't it? Mm, yeah, I got introduced to this not so long ago. And mm. you know, ancient way of thinking, think, ancient ways of perceiving mm. the world had mm. thinking as another sense. And this is kind of interesting because who is the, who is the seer that sees? Who is the toucher that touches? Who mm. is the taster that tastes? Who is the feeler who feels? Who is the hearer that hears? Who is the thinker who thinks? We're all of a sudden just taking one, we are not what we see. Yeah, that's right. We're not what we touch. We're also not what we think. You could go a bit further and wonder, and I'm still toying with this, whether emoting is a sense as well. That's what I'm still playing with. Mm-hmm. And, this is, and like I said, feel. this is an invitation to come on a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel is that sort of tangible. Okay. Emoting is that. In. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that more in it? Yeah. But even if we start as, as thinking, and, and it's, it's interesting because the mind is such a tricky, slippery little character. Mm. Um, you know, it's the mind, was it referred to as uh, somewhere as Maya? 
mm -hmm. a house of a house of mirrors. Mm -hmm. We're going to get further into that in a minute. But even at its basics, the mind is, is the ability, has the ability to take in information and um, gather up the information, mm -hmm. make sense of it, store it, analyze it, compute it, theorize, strategize from it. And it can do it independently. It can do it independently from you, from you, from what's around me. It can be independent from any source information. It can do it all by itself and we can get, and, 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 and we've met so many people who get stuck in their heads yeah. thinking. Mm. You know, can you imagine, have you ever seen kids who, you know, they have to touch something because mm. they have to be in their senses. Yeah. Or some, you know, or let's be blunt, mm. you see a, a really attractive lady. You mm. gotta look, you gotta look, mm. you gotta look. You're in your senses, you're looking, you're looking, you're looking. Or the smell of her perfume, or the smell of her scent. Oh, I need a smell of that. I need another smell. I need another smell. You know, thinking's no different. Thinking, 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 thinking. However, we identify with our thoughts, mm. they become our identity if we're not careful, unless we start to come out yeah. into something yeah, that's exactly. a bit more unknown. The thinking even happens when you want to smell, isn't it? It's the thinking, I want to think, I need yeah. to smell. So you're thinking then, it's like even this. But the even sense. If, if we invite it, if we invite it to be considered as a sense, yes. rather than definitely. who we are. Yeah, definitely. It, it puts this nice little bit of separation, which mm. we'll come to in a bit later. The next thing I want to look at is, um, this is where it gets fun, is, is we have the outside world. Mm -hmm. Then we will have our behaviors, physical behaviors, right? Mm -hmm. Which interact with the outside world. And then behind that, we'll have our thinking patterns and behaviors. And then behind that, we'll have our beliefs. Behind that, we'll have our values. And then we're going to have our, a lot of people like to say our purpose, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> These different parts to us. And inside all of that mm -hmm. is our identity. Yeah. Right. And they all interact with one another. Mm -hmm. And inside all of this, comes our identity and our identity is packed full of stories mm -hmm. and labels and definitions and it's the values, our beliefs, perspectives, stories, perspectives and, and, and all of that. And as we construct it, how do you know when you're hitting somebody's, how do you know when you're hitting somebody's identity level? Because they'll start to use phrases like I am. I am Bryn. I am poor. Yeah. You know, I am a good bloke. I am a swimmer. I am a West Australian. Mm -hmm. I am a whole number of things. And this whole thing becomes our identity and it becomes pretty fucking sacred to us, mm -hmm. right? It becomes even more sacred to us when you realize that a large amount of the stuff in the beliefs and stuff yeah. like that is based on our knowns, mm. right? So then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, mm. we get pretty fucking fixed in our identity. Now, 
the fun thing is, is we might say, well, you know, I know all about myself. Mm. You know, I, I know who I am. I know who I'm in the world. And you get all the I am statements. But something interesting, but everybody has something which, and you only really, you, you encounter it earlier on, but we'll come to it in a minute. But you almost have a shadow version of that. Mm-hmm. Now, many people encounter their shadow to a greater or lesser extent, but between the age of 35 and 42 is when we really, really start to encounter our shadow. And the reason for that is by the age of 35, 37, funny this, isn't it? Is that we start to have what I refer to as the apex of the individual power. Mm -hmm. So when we get to the age of 12, 13, we start to define ourselves and we define ourselves in a world of, I am, I am this X, but I'm not Y. I am good, I am not bad. <coughs> yep. I am this, I'm yep. not that, I mm-hmm. am this, I am that. And here's the interesting thing, all the things you're not, mm-hmm. you chuck away, you think they're gone, like in the bin, away and gone, but they're not. They just, they just go into this other part of you called your shadow. You know, Carl Jung's talked a lot about this. But the thing is, is when you get to the age, and so, so by the age of 30, 35, 37, you get to the apex of what you know about yourself as I am separate to the world. And it's, that's why it's the apex of the individual power. Mm-hmm. But after that, you just can't hold on yeah. to it mm-hmm. anymore, right? You just can't keep the psychic power, the psychic strength required to keep everything in the dark end of the boxes down the back end of the warehouse, down the back end of the corridor, in the roof that you never look at, all the shit that you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. we'll do that another there. day. It's all there waiting for you. Because the truth yeah. is, you are good and you are bad. Mm. You are generous, you are stingy. Mm. And then, why do we start using words like midlife crisis? Mm. Because this starts to come out and shit gets mm. untidy shit gets really untidy. And you know, I could give you like a stack of stories just for me, yeah. I bet you can. Yeah. Through Human Excellence Project, you'll, you'll see in a whole stack of fucking more stories, stuff gets untidy. But here's the cool thing, right? Here's the really cool thing. Guess what? By even encountering a small amount of your shadow, a small amount of your shadow, bearing in mind there's a whole lot more to it. I even encountered more, guess what? Your identity, if we look at it as a landmass on the board here, your identity is just fucking grown. Mm. What you thought you were, you've got more. You've got more. And you've got more. Having the courage. And you've got more. Mm-hmm. And you've got more. So what's happening now? I am more than mm. I thought I was. I am more than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I am more. Not only that, but my identity is flexible. Mm. My identity is fluid. My identity potentially is limitless. Because you start to realize at this point mm. is that you are a fucking shit tons of I am statements. Mm-hmm. 
right? And if that's like infinity, yeah. there are so many, things that you're many I am statements mm. that you mm. are, you could be, and that's just, that's just entertaining your shadow. Mm-hmm. And, that's a nat- and that's a process. You know what I said earlier on about having processes that run deep through us? And you've got the free will. And the interesting thing, and I've done some research around this, and, 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 um, and part of my real legacy is going further into this, but there's a part between sort of 35 and 42 where you are sort of almost invited to see what's in your shadow. And then if you choose not to, life gets slightly untidy and that's why people all of a sudden like, no, I don't want to yeah. be this, I want to be back this. Go yeah. and drink and hide so, it and run open the We're going to talk about that in a mm. sec, but you drink it, hide it, you engage mm. in things that you used to do when you were younger yeah. and this, that and the other, etc, mm. etc. Et yeah. But it comes again, it comes again, it comes again to all of us around about the age of 56. Mm. Now, if you would try your best to avoid it between that sort of 37, 38, 40 period, mm. and if you avoid it again at the age of 56, ancient wisdom will tell you that life will leave the body because there is no point anymore. Mm. That's right, yeah. Because life is a growth-centric experience. Mm. And if you're not growing, growing mm. if issue? you're not in touch with, you do have free will. You know, it's like riding, riding a surfboard on a wave. You've got free yeah. way, you've got free will to yeah. put that surfboard wherever you fucking want, but mm. you, are, you are riding a wave. That's right. And when the wave decides it's over, it's over. Mm. And if you're not reacting to the call of the invitation to see what else you could be, yeah. bearing in mind you've had your spin out, seeing all that you could be by yourself, yeah. You know, almost like a, yeah. you've gone as far as you can with the computer, yeah. unplugged yeah. from the internet, right? And it's full up, it's full up, you can't do yeah. it, it's untidy and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Now it's time to plug into mm. something else. And if you don't it's answer courage, this yeah. invitation, it's yes, cor- it's courage. It's really, you're absolutely right. Mm. There's tons and tons of courage and bravery needed, mm. and we're going to explain why in a minute. Tons and tons of courage, because if you go back to this context, mm of stay in the known, stay in the known. Don't go into the unknown, because it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Don't go into the dark woods. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. Yeah. You know, and this is called the dark night of the soul, yeah. for a very good fucking reason, yeah. as we're gonna talk about in a minute. Mm. But the exciting thing, the exciting thing is the moment you encounter, oh, well, I might be more than that I am, is you, your identity is increased. Mm-hmm. You've increased your landmass. you are more. You know, if, if you were to get curious about this, I did, a, I did a, 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 an exercise several years ago where, mm-hmm. what was it, uh, 2015, where I asked, um, I wrote one generic message of, hey, you know or and or have worked with me, um, what are some of the things that you recognise that I'm good at and what are some of the things that you, like, used to irritate you and I need to work on? I sent that message to everyone in my LinkedIn account, everyone in my Facebook account. Like, at that point, like 400, 450 people, right? 
Now imagine what it's like when you receive feedback. Yeah. It, it, it's confronting to it start is, with, yeah. isn't it? When yeah. someone gives you the feedback, it's like, yeah. I don't know about you, sometimes it's like a, yeah. a slice right into there. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm fucked up. But you've immediately learned something. You've learned something that other people see, mm. so you can invite that, which you don't know about, yeah. right? But also, there's stuff that you don't, that even they don't know. I mean, it's almost like that Jahari's <laughs> window of the, yeah. what, the knowns and the unknown, the unknown, yeah. unknowns and no, things right. like yeah. that. But that's worth thinking about, mm -hmm. because what is it you actually know about yourself? What is it that others might know that you don't know? Yeah, that's right. What are some of the things that you know about yourself, but you're not willing to admit so they're always like known unknowns but and, that. and then further to that what is there that's just completely unknown so that's out the back of here you know we can we will always be able to com compare about and, you unknowns yes. about you yes that you don't know that no. i don't that yeah, i don't you know you don't know because nobody else will know yeah and that even the framework of how yes. I've done life to this point mm. doesn't know. Yeah. The possibilities. You know, you, know, you, you the apex, you know, who are the human apex examples that we mm. have? You know, your Nelson Mandela's, mm. your, your Mother Teresa's, Jesus Christ, Buddha, mm. stuff like that. But mm. what's beyond that? What mm. else can I be? Consciousness. Anything. Anything. But this is scary. This is scary. I think it's, again, can I just say, sure. I think it's scary to that line. Yes. Pers on a personal level, knowing what we've done. I think it's exciting once you start delving in, when you've got the courage. We're going to, that's the next thing we're going to talk about is that, so we have this go back to our death grip, right? We have a death grip on it. Like, I am going to stay like these are borders are nearly as tight as the mm. iron curtain that we had back in the, mm. you know, this, that, yeah. and the other. Yeah. And, and yeah. from here, you know, life will move through and, um, well, move into this bit of space. Life will move through and continue and continue mm. to present things yeah. to you. Life is a growth-centric experience and things will turn up. If you choose to ignore it, they'll turn up. And I'm going to explain a bit further why. So from at any given time, at any given time, we could make a decision to go into the unknown. We could make a decision to reconcile. And that means standing in front of a mirror, metaphorically. Standing in front of a mirror and working out who are we? Who, who, who am I? What have I actually done? How can I account for my behaviours, mm -hmm. my thinking, my beliefs, my values, my purposes? Have they mm -hmm. actually delivered the reality? Is it all that I thought it would be? You know, the American dream or the, 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 the things that we're handed down, you know, mm -hmm. if you'd get good schools, you go to university, you get a job, then you get a wife and you, mm -hmm. blah, 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 and you get to your pension and then kapow. But you know, more and more and more people are will pop in like little kernels of yeah, popcorn yeah. and going, mm -hmm. what, what, what? Mm -hmm. And then that's an opportunity to stand in front of the mirror. And the mirror is also like 
a little gateway, right? It's the gateway to the exciting stuff that you have just spoken. She always about. tells the truth. We'll come to that. In a second. <laughs> so often people get a little glimpse of the mirror, and I'm not just talking about the one where you're brushing your teeth, like the true mirror, and they'll go, "Whoa, fuck that! Whoa, fuck that! I'm coming back from this. I'm not doing that." And what do we do? We will, we start to tell ourselves lies. We tell ourselves I lies. Like that. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. So we start to avoid it, mm. deny it. It's not me, yeah. Mm. It's not me. I'm going to build a new story. Yeah. I'm going to build a new story. Just drop into that. Which just makes me feel temporarily better. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I bet. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, no. Because there's that. Oh, they there's won't that, find out. That, they won't find out. <laughs> yeah. They won't find out. They won't find, I'll tell myself some new stories. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you get the true you, yeah. who you had a very slight little glimpse by going close to the mirror. Yeah. And then you chose to go, whoa, no, I'll go back to this construction Safety. that I've made Safety. through all my knowns, yeah. all, all the things I've known. Know, yeah. And then this, you know, you know. Even if it's bad, you know how it feels. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You know how that feels. Yes, you've had a glimpse. You've had, had a glimpse, but you want little, to go back. Oh, that, yeah. that was me, yeah. that was me. And then you know where the truth is, but mm. then you create these stories. Yeah. Stories of bullshit and lies, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We go on another game of hide and seek with ourself, or I'll tell myself another story, yeah. and off I go. And then what will happen is, well, the tension here will become fucking unbearable. Because all of a sudden, you know there's a mask. And, and it, that mask needs feeding, but really, I'm like this, right? Behind it. And I'm behind it, and then the tension grows, Ugh. right? And then you need to feed that tension, and then you deny that tension, Ugh. and then you like to avoid that tension. So that is when you get into really, like, you start drinking yes. and doing the drugs, yes. dragging the hookers, yeah. doing anything you can to avoid that tension. And then because you do the things that you choose to do, you know, looking at porn, whatever it is, mm. then in comes our friend shame yeah. and guilt. And then what do we also not do? We don't fucking talk to anybody about it. Yeah. We do not talk to anybody about it. So then that just compounds and compounds and compounds and more compounds. More and more and more. Shame and guilt. And then where's the way out? The easy way. Hang yourself, overdose. Take away the pain. Take away the pain. The pain of the guilt yeah. and the shame. Don't tell anybody. Because of the tension. The tension that because. The mask. The mask. Because. You can't admit the truth. We, we can't deal with the truth. Fuck. But as we'll find out in a minute, this is all bullshit because we are way more yeah, than, than we think yeah. we are. Yeah. Yeah. Having the courage. All we've done here is is shrink our bit of our what we yeah, know about to the knowns. right down to a small little box here. Mm. Yeah. And people go, yeah, no, yeah, but this is these are the mechanics. Yeah, these are the mechanics. You've seen it mm -hmm. like x amount of times with the amount of people that turn up. They don't want to come for a hug. They don't want to do the yep. thing at the Every Human day. Excellence Project. And then they just start to talk. And then they're starting to crack. And then they're like, oh, so it's not just me. You know, and, mm. and it's not just 
it's not just yeah. me that has this yeah. this this dual life mm. other people do now that's great that's awesome but you have to be careful because if we stay here like oh you know and if i'm going to be blunt mm. one of the things that's on the journey to us normalizing the discussions around mental health and emotional health, because the two are different, um, is that we've taken mm -hmm. that step to recognize it yeah. and it's, it's sort of there, but we're still stuck here a bit. And so, therefore, it's okay to be at this place. It's okay, you know, you know I, I, I'm like this. I can't, you know, I've got this facade mask but I've got this bit and I've got this self-loathing, shame, guilt thing going on and I've had the drug addiction. Oh, come in, in you go. Tea and sympathy and this, that and the other. Yeah, you do. You need a bit of tea, sympathy, empathy. But yeah. you can't stay yeah. there. Can't. Because where does that lead to? Yeah. Victimhood. Yeah. Because then we make that all yeah, right. We do, yeah. And that's yeah. not all right. No. That is not all right. And then we get into victimhood. And yes. I would say the biggest cancer in our society to date has mm. been our acceptance of victimhood, our acceptance of lower standards mm. and acceptance that this is all right. Yeah. It, it is. Mm. as a base level of adequacy. Yeah. It's already, we are so much more. Yeah. We are so, so much more. Mm. And then the thing is, this will continue round and round, round and round, round and round, round mm. and round. The lies, the denial, this, yeah. that and the other. Yeah. We'll be avoiding the mirror. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And this is like you think you think this is judgment. Yeah. Right? This is bullshit compared to yeah, that's right. this is a judgment. Because you can lie to everyone else. Yeah. You can't lie to you. Yes. A judgment by you. True judgment. True. Real judgment. Clean judgment. On the couch in your house, I know. Yeah, and you know, people have asked me why do you call your podcast WA Real? I didn't, I didn't quite a twig until recently. It came to me as a revelation. What is the most real thing? Endings are real. I spoke about this recently. Mm. Endings are the most real. When when we come to the end yeah. of a story, yeah. of a lie. Mm -hmm. That's the most real thing. Mm. It's painful. Yeah. Painful as all fuck. Yeah. When, when the stories you've been telling yourself, the lies you've been telling yourself, when something has happened in the environment, you know, the relationship that you've been saying, oh, it's great, but you haven't been putting the time into, right, yeah. when that comes to an end, you know, when all of a sudden the doctor goes, well, yeah, you have got uh, liver cancer. And you go, well, I thought just because I went to the gym, I was healthy. Yeah, but you've been drinking 30 pints of beer every weekend for <laughs> yeah. the last 20 years, yeah. right? Yeah. That lies that you were telling yourself, oh, I'm yeah. all right, yeah. you know, or, yes. or, or the stuff you say, oh, I'm all right, but you've just taken on all the debt yeah. or, or things like that. Yeah. When that mm. comes to pass, mm -hmm. because you've got free will, yeah. you do. But the story doesn't necessarily mean that the, the stories you've built on staying only in the knowns to keep yourself in the known, to keep yourself in the comfort, to keep yourself in the environment, doesn't necessarily mean that they're real and they will end. And as you said earlier, the 37 
age bracket is when you've had numerous stories come to an end. So there's a pattern. Yes. So then people start to see who you are, the character you've, you've formed. Yes. And that's where it's real. And this is where you finally, like you said, you end up. Yes. Oh, and you want to do something. That's me. That's me. That's me. I'm stuck. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And, yeah, and, yeah. and you can try and do yeah. anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can try and do what you've done before in this, that, and the other. But none of it, none of it is going to help you. Yeah. None of it is going to help you. And that's when the most active thing you can do is surrender to it and allow it. And that's the most wow. active thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most active thing. And then, you know, you, when you truly look at the mirror and you go, and you truly look in the mirror and you hear the crack, that's the crack of the end of the stories. That's the gate opening. That's the end of the stories. That's shit. The truth of what I've been doing is revealed to us. And ultimately, these are small epiphanies until the big crack, which is right, you know, like minutes after the end of everything for yeah. us yeah. in terms of experience. Yeah. And then from the crack, you get the realization that, oh crap, all is not as it seems. And that's when, like you said, the truth reveals itself. And then this is the invitation to surrender to, I don't know. Clearly. I don't know. I don't know Clearly. what to yeah. do. Yeah. I don't know what to think. Yeah. Don't know I don't know believe. what to believe. I don't know what my purpose is, my values. I don't know who I am. And then comes what I refer to as the drop. And then the abyss. <clears throat> I don't know who I am. Yeah. Drop the abyss. But it's only in the abyss do we find the gift. And you know what I mean by the gift. The gift can be different for different people. But the gift is that you are more than, more. More than all of it. More than all of that. You are it. You are it. I am. You go into the abyss and you come and then you get the gift. You see a light, you know, all of that. This might be sounding all very existential and religious and stuff like that, but there's a reason we've been doing it over and over and over again yeah. as individuals, as humans. And, and, you know, it's the going into the unknown. Right? If you go back to ancient civilizations, they would have rites of passages, That's right? right? Mm. And what's the common factors of the rites of passages? There are two. One is going into the unknown yeah. and having a test of person or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. The second thing is opening and then in the not knowing, opening up to bigger, bigger wisdom, the elders, the elders, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. why, are, why are more and more people 
opening up to the idea of psychedelic experiences because we are drawn to the unknown yeah, because right. in that you're stripped yeah. you know two of the biggest things that psychedelics will do to you on a sort of physical level biological physical one is one is they will pause the operating system the operating system that keeps us going all the time you know so we know it's all of this stuff yeah. So we can interact, so we don't have to remember how default to walk every network. Default mode <clears throat> network. Mm -hmm. So it'll just pause that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'll slow it down. So everything seems new again. Mm. Everything seems new again. Everything's and then possible. And then yes, everything's possible. Plus also other ones, you know, like DMT and ayahuasca, they actually activate yeah. the separation yeah. from the I am. Mm. That's why it's called, that's why it's similar to a death experience. Death. Because it's not actually a death death, mm. but it's like death. But what is it? That's just a separation yeah. from mm. this. Yeah. Mm. It's only when we go to the unknown do we actually get beyond all of this stuff. And it's only there we actually then begin to create something it? new it's it's yeah. absolutely beautiful it is the whole thing it is mm. and it's it like i said it, it's almost like it's a celebration it is and then from the, from the abyss you will return mm. right one day we won't one no. day we won't not as this not as this but you will return with your gift and your gift has come from somewhere beyond all of that. Yeah. So you've gone from something, you've gone to nothing. Yeah. And then you've come back. And it's only by going <clears throat> yeah. to beyond all of this that you can actually truly create something new. Yeah. And the fuck knows we need something new, right? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything less. Any light skip from here, yeah. any light skip from here and over to here yeah. is just into this world. Yeah. And yeah. you are, yeah. quote my good friend in England, just mugging yourself. Yeah, that's right. You're mugging yourself. And it's so short term because you, you always get found out. Always, Absolutely. always, always. And this is where, out back here, that we can this is where we actually find the gift. But not mm. only that, this is where we find true leadership. There's no bullshit in the abyss. Because no. it doesn't matter. No. Well, it doesn't stand up. It doesn't, it doesn't come up. with no. you. It doesn't. Only yeah. what you truly know. Only yeah. Anything that you take into, you, into the abyss and then bring back mm. is true. That's right, yeah. Is true. Mm -hmm. And then from that, any gift, any insight, any knowledge, and, and, you know, I mentioned psychedelics. It doesn't have to be a psychedelic experience. It can be, you can bring this about. And mm. we'll talk about that towards the end. But it's only through going through this, through actually going through the mirror, having the crack, the realization, the truth, and then the drop into the abyss, finding the gift, finding your light, your truth, going into the zero and coming yeah. back from the one. Mm. Can you then truly know who I am. And then from there, 
your leadership potentials, your leadership potentials just become exponential. And I think now more than ever, as the tide is coming out, we're exposing managers versus leaders. This is brilliant. Because that I am, which is different to all the, these I ams, is a knowing. Correct. It's a knowing. It's a knowing, whereas they are, they are slightly beliefs. Correct. And that's a knowing, which then makes this to other people a feeling that you know, and it's trust. And there's one thing that I'm starting to spot and feeling and playing with is that, and we're going to come to this in a minute, is old way of operating was you sort of know something, then you believe it, yeah. then you create do. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're getting rid of beliefs and yeah. going from knowing straight to experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's happening yeah. currently. Yeah. But also you come back with this amazing sense of leadership so you can lead yourself. Yeah. You can lead your health, your well-being, yeah, yeah. your you know, <clears throat> mm -hmm. and then you can start to lead your relationships. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can start to lead your business, mm -hmm. or however you're expressing your yeah. purpose and purpose. Yeah. And you can lead your connection to something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Now this is really interesting. Mm -hmm. This is this is really interesting because. You know, you might be saying, oh, Bryn, no, are you saying God now? Mm. Well, let's just park God up. Let's just park Buddha, Allah, God, unity, conscious, whatever you want. I've already yeah. demonstrated yeah. that you are bigger than yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you are bigger than yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now you're beginning to leadership and lead your faith in something bigger than yourself. You're trusting something bigger yourself, which just happens to be you. Now, if we go back here, what was all this doing? This is eroding every single piece of faith and trust you have in yourself. All of this is, remember learning? You haven't got it, I'll give it to you. You know, it's, it all comes from a place of lack, you haven't got it, and this, that, and the other. Here, you've been to the abyss, you've brought something back. You now have leadership, you now have truth upon which to build, right? And it's, you know, your truth about yourself, your relationships, you look at the friends and family and things like that who, who are with you and those who are not really with yeah. you. Mm -hmm. And then you have to make some hard decisions. Your business, are you actually doing really what you're here to do? Mm -hmm. Or are you just taking a paycheck? And, and, yeah, and yeah, you know, so many people, so mm -hmm. many people are fucking very bullshitting themselves about, yeah. oh yeah, but the paycheck's really good and the work's really good and the people are really excited, this, yeah. that and the other. Yeah. But let me ask you the question. Yeah. If I gave you 50 million bucks, would you still be doing it? Exactly. And if the answer is no, you're lying. Yeah, that's right. You are. You and then your connection to something bigger than yourself. We have one yeah. goal, one goal at this game. And as you said there, if they're lying to themselves saying that, you, how many years are you gonna waste doing something you don't wanna do? Waste, indeed. Waste, and yeah. then you could be living in purpose. Hmm. Now, the one thing I will say is, is up until that age of this sort of 37, 38, you don't quite know what you're doing mm. unless you're very lucky to. Yeah. So I do say I had to come to a degree of compassion with myself about 
oh, what has all this shit I've done before? But it was all necessary to get to that point. Yeah. But yeah. now, now I've looked in the mirror, now I've been through the gateway. Yeah. I'd look, I'd see it, love it, thank it. Yeah. But it has to be different now. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing about this is that many of us may go through this mm -hmm. and have a real experience and then go, yeah, there you go. It's fucking awesome. Mm. But one journey through the gateway is not enough. One journey through the gateway is not enough. You know, you can go, you can do all of this, you can come back with the gift and people will know. But one journey through the gateway is not enough. Because at the moment, what I'm explaining is the hero's journey. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And the hero's journey is come back. The hero's journey is to come back with the gift, right? And show everyone that I am different, right? Now the hero's journey is the template. And the hero's journey is the template behind most of most modern movies. Right. Netflix, Warner Brothers. It ends there. there. And then there you go. <laughs> yeah. Bang. There's yeah. that's it. Yeah. But let's just ask another question. Another question we can ask while we're out here. You mm -hmm. know, I don't know who I am, therefore, what mm. else? What else can I be? Mm. And then we can start asking questions of what else across the rest of the, uh, our existence. What, else, yeah. what other templates? Mm -hmm. What other templates can we have other than the hero's journey? Mm. Right? Now, if, if at the start, when I said, you know, are you thinking about this? Or are you thinking about this? Are you learning this? Are you, well, not learning. Are you listening to this? Are you listening to this? Mm. If you've listened to this well enough, <clears throat> right? Or you, when you have the epiphany around the hero's journey, I will have fucked up watching any film for you ever again. Yeah. And I, I'm in that place now where I, I struggle to watch films because it's like, oh, it's the fucking hero's journey again. Yeah, exactly. Why do I want to imprint the hero's journey back on myself? Because why not come back and back and back and back and back and back into the mirror, into the gateway, invite it in, make it become part of who I am and how I do life now in order to do that we need tools we need you know because you know the first one is quite emotionally distressing you know and it will cause a reaction as we further and further and further go on we do need the tools which is when we get to things like meditation and tremoring and we need a support group and you know we need to be fit and we need to be able to journal and and i'm sure there's a shit ton more tools that we haven't even explored yet but tools to help us to become fitter to go backwards and backwards and backwards, to, to almost invite an existential crisis on a daily basis. Because one trip through the gateway is awesome, but it's not enough. That's a holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an adventure way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, is. it is. That's an adventure. It's a, it's a holiday. But do you want it to continue to be <clears throat> a holiday? And so this is where this is where, um, I'm just thinking of how we, um, how we do this. This is where we start coming back to our old friend from over here, learning. Mm. Yep. Right? Yep. This is where, um, you know, the old sort of, um, well, the most basic model of learning that we get taught is, is, is what's called Cobb's learning cycle. He was the first person to come up with it. Everybody else has rebadged it, but basically it's experience and then reflection and then we do draw a theory 
and then we uh, make a plan and then we go experience it. You've seen this before. Yeah. Doers, thinkers, yep. theorizers, planners. Yep. Do this, do this, mm -hmm. do this, do this. But let's have a look at this, right? You have an experience and then you reflect on it and then you draw a theory on it and then you go and plan to do something else. It's interesting that you have this experience and then you take a, a sort of small part to reflect on and then you draw a theory on it and then you start to have a theory and then you go and plan to test that theory. And if you think about it, it just shrinks and shrinks and shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. Mm -hmm. All of this yeah. is very much a mind game. Mm -hmm. and we've already talked about thinking being one of a sense. <clears throat> yeah. How about, so this is learning, how about if we swapped it to experiencing, mm -hmm. creating, and exploring? And I played with this the other day, and I, mm. and I, and I write the three there, and mm. I, it's no particular order. Because I tried this the other day, just in my journal, you know, well, I could experience creating exploration, or I could explore creating an experience. Mm. or create an exploring experience mm. and, I, and I just put the words in different mm. places in all of them and if yeah, you think well. about this is this is exploring and going further and further it's yeah. including more and more and more all the time and what are some of the what are some of the skills that we actually need to do this well how about listening mm. how about leaning back into synchronicity mm. and trusting synchronicity you know I think most of us will have been on some sort of holiday when we've just let go and relaxed a bit. And then all of a sudden, you, the day that you had nothing planned for just fell into becoming the best day because you met a bloke who got a truck and then he took you mm. for a lift and then somebody had a thing. And then, you know, mm. everybody's had a, a synchronistic experience. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. But we can explore to see more synchronicity. And surrender. And surrender to it. To allow it to happen. Yes, because there's more of I am yeah. than what I think. Mm. And then we've begun to explore and create. And, and there's new and different, interesting ways mm. of doing life. Yeah. All because we're really comfortable mm. in the unknown. Because we've got to a place where we sit authentically and say, I don't know. And we've got over. Again, it's the courage to say, oh, I don't know. Yes. That's it. Yes. Mm. It's the courage. But here's the thing. We can start playing with this already. I, I, I've been playing with it for a little while. It's just sitting there and going, you know, and, and, and part of why I wanted to do this, because this, this is an invitation to engage with my thinking and this, that and the other, which, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm glad you got aboard the size you've got. Um, but it's an invitation for others to come and explore yeah. with me. And you know, one of the things that I did just for, just for a giggle was I spent a whole week of just saying to pretty much everyone around me, I don't know. See how they go. Uh, see how I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let alone yeah. everybody yeah, else. That's right, well, I don't yeah. know. What time yeah. is it? Oh, I don't know. You see people think, they've got yeah. a thing for you. You do it at work. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you know, Bryn's a go-to guy. Yeah, he's a very go-to guy because of all the things <laughs> he's done before. Yeah. You know, he's Mr. Certain. He's yeah. like the person you come to. In, 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 in. And all of a sudden he's telling you, well, I don't know. Bryn's not well. Yeah, oh, he must be. Um, well, why are we paying, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, I'm actually letting them. They need to know. 
They pay you and to pe- know. Pe- yeah, but also people want to know because their mm. nervous system is, is addicted to it. You know, yeah, as soon as the right. unknown, you get fired up. You get mm. fired up. You know, one of the little practices that I've, I, I, one of the tools we talked about is tremoring. And that's just letting go and letting my body, I, I don't know what my body does, it tremors and it releases tension. Now, that's one small thing, right? But I don't know what's going to happen. But it started to, like, various parts of tension, things that I was wound up about, mm. you know, ways I've done life have just started to ebb away and ebb away. And sometimes I cry and I feel this massive release. I don't know what it is, but I've let go. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I don't know what my body's up to. Don't just, suppress it. Yeah. Don't fight it. Allow it to happen. Indeed. You know, um, there's a great business coach, Dan Pena, who says, mm. you know, I'm no longer treading on my own dick. Mm. In, in the way. Yeah. In the way. So, look, this is, um, this is, for, uh, you know, for many people listening to this, you know, right now, having come on the journey and now the energy's slowed down a bit, now, potentially you'll be, this is where you get triggered. This is where you get triggered engaging with this stuff. And I'll tell you what the triggering is, it's your mind and your addiction to certainty and knowledge will be actively, actively, actively working to discredit every single thing I've done. Mm-hmm. And you know why it's happening? Because I've just explained it. <laughs> yeah, it's learned. It will be, it's all learned. It mm-hmm. will be like, well, no, surely, no, 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 I've been through the mirror a bit and it wasn't like that. Or existential crisis, you know, that means giving mm-hmm. up everything that I know. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You know, it's like, oh, what are you talking about? Synchronistic sight, what, when I wake up and I don't know what I'm going to do in the morning and just step out and see what happens? Yeah. Potentially. And but I don't everybody know. Everybody has to go through this. Everybody. Everybody does. Everybody. And the reason why I feel called to it is almost, you know, people are getting pulled towards the light, but there's a shadow as well that's coming that's with right. it. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and mm. you know, like, hopefully now, um hopefully now you know if you stayed with us this long if, you, if, if somebody's watching this and you've engaged and you've stayed with this not you're in right there's a kernel of truth for you in there that you'll want to explore right and 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 this journey is so simple and yet your mind wants to make it so fucking difficult because that's what our mind does it likes to make things so fucking difficult and, and it will discredit and say, well, you, you've got to do the thing and the thing. And the, but, yeah. but it is so simple. Yeah. And there's yeah. some things I've been playing with. And, and, you know, hopefully now we've demonstrated that we have this addiction to known. We have this weak muscle when it comes to don't know. And that now as the tide, I mean, it's so beautiful what's happening right now. It's so beautiful what's happening, you know. The ineptitude of our leaders is being exposed, the decision-making, yeah. the economy, yeah. you know, everything that no, it's all there. Is, there, is, is the tide is pulling it out. Imagine if Trump said that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, everybody is. <laughs> and that's what he's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he has to that's say some bullshit. They're all, all, all saying that. Yeah, that's right. They're out here. They're spinning around. They are, yeah, they are. Like, oh, they we'll are. build something, a thing, and we'll build a they thing, are, and we'll yeah. build a thing, and we'll build a thing. Leave everyone at home. And look, 
and, and, and you know, yeah. collectively, this is growing and growing yeah, and growing and growing. And the tide is coming out, and that's why it's beautiful, right? Yes. And I don't mean to sport with people's, sport with people's, you know, emotions and, and, and downplay their experience yeah. and this, that, and the other. But this is why it's happening, right? Yeah. And yeah. now is the time mm. to dive into that unknown. And yeah. because, because we're in a state now of what, what has been referred to as hyper-normalization, yeah. where we know what's wor- what's going on is fucked and yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. But we don't know what else we could do yeah. because we won't delve into the I of I don't know. Yeah. We won't go into the zero from the one into the zero. Yeah. Yeah. And so what do we do? Hypernormalization is yeah. when everybody collectively does this. Everybody yeah. do that. You know, yeah. it happened at the end of uh, end of the end of communism in Russia. That's right. It's happened before. We're doing it yeah. now. Oh, everything's all good. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the new reality will look like. If I'm brave enough to say I don't know. I know that what's happened yeah. behind us is not mm. working, and if we carry on, it will be we'll only mm. get drowned. I don't know. The only thing I do know is I am here. And you're willing to go into that, to get that, to become that. Correct. And I'm willing to do that on a daily, daily basis. To strengthen that. Because that's built on truth. That's built on my truth. Remember I started by saying, this Mm. is Bryn's truth. Yes. Yeah. And so I guess... I guess if you're watching this, you've now got a, you've, you've now got, you, I'll say you've got two choices, right? Mm-hmm. But you haven't really, you've only got one, but two. One is that you can go, oh, well, this is great. I've invested however long it's been, an hour or so watching this and Bryn's, Bryn and Paul, yeah, they're good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll put that part out to one side. It's a little bit tricky, this, that, and the other. And the, but here's the thing, the tide is moving behind you. You know, those deeper currents are moving and these things are happening. Do you want it to be comfortable or do you want it to be really fucking untidy? You know, like the cliche midlife crisis. I can give you tons of stories from mine which are pretty fucking untidy. Or you can make a decision to get curious about this. You can start to play with it. You can start to encounter it. You can start to do little bits, right, for yourself. Or, you know, you know, start, you know, you can start off by saying out loud, I don't know, mm. I, I haven't got a fucking clue. Mm. And sit in that and, and see how that actually feels, right? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. I don't, certainly don't know what to believe in at the moment. I have completely lost my purpose and I just don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> and then just sit there quietly and work out and see how that feels, right? Do that, try that. The other reason why I put this out is because if, if people are drawn to this, I, I want to start interacting with them because I'm playing with this and I want to start interacting with people. So I don't know what that look or feels like. I've started to play with stuff, you know, I've started to get sensitive around when I expand and contract. You know, when I get triggered by stuff, I start to notice it, what is it? When I start to contract, when I start to expand, then I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I've played with, I don't know. I've sat there with just not saying things and doing things that I wouldn't normally do. There's a several other things I've started to do, but 
you know, now more than ever, when fear, yeah. and the fear that we have in ourselves, and there's, you know, there's nothing to fear but fear itself. Yeah. And fear contracts us, and then we lose options, we lose possibilities. This is about expanding. Yeah. More possibilities, more probabilities, mm. infinite possibilities and probabilities yeah. that we are entitled to. You know, this is about yeah. gathering your sovereignty. We've got a globe on this journey right now, just quickly. And depending on what your age you are, normally you won't hit this yet until something happens to you. I feel the globe is in, in a traumatic event right now where that this section here is happening to everybody and you can go here mm. or you can go here is that right yes <laughs> i think that's what it feels like yeah it's almost like it's like everyone's looking got the chance to look in the mirror it's, the it's almost like previously you as an individual had a choice to go through there but now the planet's going through Everyone's going through it. And it was the midnight crisis. It's the 37, 35 to 45, whatever you want to say. It's that time. Everyone's going through that right now. Man, woman, child, everybody yeah. has got the chance to, to go on the journey. Go on the journey. So, look, I'm going to end it there. If, um, it's, it's like I said, it's been my truth. Thank you so much for holding the space. I'm so glad I had a big board for you to do yeah. that on. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, thank you for holding the space. No like I said, this has been my truth. Mm. I wanted to share it. If it resonates, then please reach yeah. out because I want to start interacting with people, exploring with people. I want to explore, experience, and create with people. Yeah. You know, and ideally, I'd like to get to a hundred people. Why? Hundred monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And find them. This is my invite. Yes. So my invitation come and interact with me. This is almost like my energy signature. It's my business card. This is what I'm about. You know, everything that I've been doing, podcasts, um, real legacies, has been exploring yeah. this, yeah. exploring the subjective journey and the process that sits under it. And now's the time to share it. Really good to hear you talk. That's impressive. It's amazing. There we go.